Welcome to Green Energy Futures. I'm David Dodge. Visible to hundreds of thousands of commuters and parkgoers every day, the wind turbine at Exhibition Place on Toronto's waterfront is a daily reminder of the power of green energy in Ontario. Developed by the Trek Renewable Energy Cooperative, the story of North America's first urban wind turbine is an important story to tell for anyone or any group looking to emulate Ontario's renewable energy revolution. It's possible that this relatively small 600-kilowatt urban wind turbine was the butterfly that flapped its wings and caused a storm of green energy development in Ontario. Deb Doncaster, formerly of Trek, met us down at the base of the urban wind turbine for a chat. I have to say, it was a bit surreal to do an interview with a working wind turbine in the background while tourists with cameras took pictures of flowers and retired couples were out for a stroll. It got a lot of media attention because this is the first community-owned windmill in North America and it was the first urban proposal for a wind turbine in North America as well. So it was a lot of firsts involved in this project. Within four months, the project dubbed Windshare had 427 Pioneer members who had invested an average amount of $2,000 each in support of the wind turbine. On the second day of construction, wind share membership rolls were full and the $800,000 capital investment target had been reached. Perhaps more importantly, as Judith Lipp, Executive Director of Trek, explains, Toronto's urban wind turbine quickly became a symbol of green energy in Ontario. The folks that formed Trek really wanted a site that would act as a demonstration, act as a, an icon, if you will, for the green energy movement. While Deb Doncaster says that Trek wanted to bring renewable technologies to Ontario and introduce the idea of community ownership, there was no grand scheme to bring renewable energy to all of Ontario at least not until they started looking at what other jurisdictions were doing. We became more and more aware of what was going on in other jurisdictions in the world. We found out about the fact that in Germany, 50% of the 32,000 megawatts of installed capacity is owned by the residents of Germany. Denmark, 35%. So we started looking to other jurisdictions to figure out where else is this happening and how is it happening on such a large scale such that we could turn this waterfront windmill project of community-owned wind into something much bigger. Inspired by European renewable energy policies, Premier Dalton McGuinty and then Energy Minister George Smitherman announced Ontario's Green Energy Act in September 2008. Ontario was looking for new jobs, new industries and clean energy. This changed everything, as Tyler Hamilton, editor of Corporate Nights magazine and longtime clean energy columnist with the Toronto Star, explains. If you drive around the province, you see the evidence of the energy strategy in front of you. You see farmers that have solar power, ground mount solar systems on their land. You see wind farms everywhere. It's clearly visible compared to five years ago. Since 2009, Ontario's issued 13,600 contracts to individuals, farmers, businesses and community groups who've already built over 4,600 megawatts of wind, solar, biofuels and hydro-renewable energy projects. The group who spawned Windshare were not only influential policy-wise, but have spun off or started a series of other organizations like SolarShare, Trek Education, the Ontario Sustainable Energy Association, the Community Power Fund, as well as inspiring other cooperatives to form in other places in Canada. To learn how this urban wind turbine kick-started the renewable energy movement in Ontario, go to greenenergyfutures.ca. I'm David Dodge.